There are business leaders that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They're elevating their businesses, teams, and themselves to add more value. And so can you. Welcome to the Chris Cooper Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. If you were looking for ways to elevate success while contributing to a better world, you'll want to listen in for the next hour. Now here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hello, this is Chris Cooper and a big welcome to the Business Elevation Show on Voice America. It's great to be back with you again uh, for uh, yet another week. And uh, I can't believe the week that we've had over here in the United Kingdom. We're going to be talking today about pole star leadership for a perfect exit. And we've had a prime minister who's made a very imperfect exit after only about 40 days of leadership. So really kind of quite interesting that we're having this conversation today. Um, But I won't get too political today, um, but uh, interesting times over here in the United Kingdom. Uh, so wherever you are in the world, I, uh, I hope you're well. I hope that you are you are kind of working hard and focusing in on how you can contribute to a, a better world, how you can elevate your, your thinking and the way that you do business uh, to, um, you know, we all at a time right now where we need to come together, collaborate, cooperate, connect, and uh, not allow ourselves to be uh, pulled apart by by things like the media and uh, and different um, different organisations, etc., we need to just pull together. I think if we can around issues and challenges. And and, and today, the Business Elevation Show, we've been um, going since uh, September 2011. Now this is the 485th episode. I can't believe it's been going for so long. Um, but I just hope that uh, we can you know talk about subjects on this show that. That help us put life into perspective and help us think about how can we as individuals, as, as leaders, how can we leave a positive mark on this world through our work and uh, and, and it be a better place as a consequence of, uh, of us being being present and, and us um, contributing. On last week's show, we had Sandy Sedgbeer. I really enjoyed the interview. We talked about the spirit of business and we kind of got into... Well, we kind of got a little bit into spirituality in in some ways, but also actually the fact that um, you, you know the, some of the many of the uh, elements of being really successful in business, like flow and and building energy and um, and having presence with each other and connecting and and collaborating, actually what they are, they bring spirit into an organization. They bring us together, they galvanize us and they help us move towards a a better future together. So if you're interested in that, um, do take a listen to that interview. I thought Sandy was great last year. She got a week, sorry, she got a fascinating background. Um, So to my guest today, I'm going to introduce you in a moment to Brian Wright. And uh, Brian, I've known for a, a, a number of months now, but we've become really good Good friends, actually, and Brian is a a brilliant marketeer, a strategist, and an expert on uh, on developing futures of your your business, and particularly with a drive towards the perfect exit uh, from uh, your company. Whether that be maybe becoming a chairman, stepping back, maybe it might be sale, it might be other other things, but actually having an end in mind, which is why we're going to talk about the pole star and getting clear about where your pole star is and where is your um, your point of direction, your your compass that you're navigating towards. Now, Brian Wright founded 
um, uh, Yellow Yo-Yo with his wife, Amanda, back in 1998. And his company specializes in business and brand transformation and growth with a special emphasis I mentioned on futures. Uh, he is the director of strategy and legacy for the business. And uh, as I mentioned, he helps you towards your perfect exit. But what I think is is fascinating about Brian is that he has acquired lots and lots of wisdom and knowledge from his experience of working across lots of different sectors. He's worked on lots of different brands. Um, and he's had 43 years, if um, he doesn't mind me saying, of international experience now. Um, but let's have a real think today. Let's get deeply reflective about where you're heading, what you want from the future, and how are you going to get there today so that you can hopefully achieve in this this world of enormous change a perfect end game. So a big welcome uh, to my friend, to uh, Brian Wright. Hello, Chris. Nice to be here. You're very welcome. We're kind of we're kind of sort of sitting almost cuddled up in the office today uh, <laughs> together, which is, um, is is unusual. So Brian is actually at my my home office today. Um so, Brian, tell us a little bit, where do you normally live? Because you don't normally live here uh, with, with me uh, <laughs> and my family. Where's home for you and Amanda and uh, and where do you originate from? Um, I, I live in a, in, a, in a city, new city called Milton Keynes um, in the centre of the UK. Uh, we Our business is in the same place. We actually moved to Milton Keynes uh, so that um, our business might might flourish. Uh, we're 16 minutes away from the office, so it's very easy. Um, but I, I actually grew up um, not far from there in Northamptonshire, um, and uh, uh, which is really idyllic, very, very nice. But then my dad, who comes from the north of England, moved back up there to work for Rolls-Royce in the aero engine department up there. And we moved to Derby, which is a far, um, a much more di- much different place. And my formative years uh, were up in the north, uh, well, north Midlands of England, up in Derby. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because where I come from, Derby's south. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not far from here, are we? No, not, not, far, yeah. not far at all, are we, really? It's, it's a bit, bit, little bit north of here. Yeah. And uh, you uh, a, bit, a bit of a football fan of Derby County, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am lifelong fan of Derby County. Um, for those of you not connected to um, English soccer, um, uh, we've had a really rough time recently. So, uh, but doing all right at the moment. And um, we're playing tonight. So I'm going to rush back from this interview to go and watch us play on TV tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so you left left Derby behind. What was it? Was it for a love of roundabouts? Uh, yes, what everybody says about Milton Keynes. And Milton Keynes actually is it's a uh, it's a brilliant city. It's it's got such a lot going on, um, and um, the wonderful thing about it it's uh, it's it was designed very like an American city, very like a, um, uh, the you know the the original design for Milton Keynes was really far 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 forward looking, um, and that design. Uh, being designed really well is being carried through and um, it is a great place to to live it's just about to have a brand new university 35,000 students wandering around which will make the place much nicer uh, much more uh, vibrant so yeah no it's a really good place and business wise it's absolutely booming 
Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, and it is very, very sort of planned and organised. It does have a lot of roundabouts, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. It's very well organised. Um, so what um, was anything that inspired you as a young boy to kind of get on and achieve in your life and move things forward? Were you... Uh... Uh, it's, it's wonderful looking back, isn't it? Um, as a youngster... I had one aim in life, and that was to be a professional footballer. Um, so I, I, um, uh, I concentrated on that far too much. Um, um, I, I won't say I sort of made it because you don't sort of make anything like that, do you? you either do or you don't. Um, I, but I, I was never going to be a, a, a great footballer. So. Um, I had my leg broken when I was 17, so that sort of put an end to it all. However, um, uh, I did want to do something really well. Hmm. Um, and my father said um, to me one day, because I was I was drifting after I realised I wasn't going to be a footballer, um, why don't you go back to college? And, and I actually... Found I really loved design. I always, I'd, I'd always loved it. I'd always loved that creative edge. Um, I ended up um, um, sort of blagging my way into Derby, uh, into Derby College, uh, where I did a foundation year, and then did the same again to um, Middlesex University. What is Middlesex University now? And I did a degree in interior design. So, um, and and actually, that was the making because. I came out of college in the 80s, and in the UK, um, there was an, a retail revolution during the 80s, and I just hit the ground at the right time with a commercial organisation uh, called Conran. And, um, yeah, never looked back. That was It was just an amazing time. So you went from interior design, and you, you kind of your career moved even more into marketing sort of areas and, and brands. And just so to tell, tell us a little bit about what... What was what was your decision behind setting up your own agency? Um, I'd always wanted to be my own boss, and I I cannot tell you why. Uh, I just I don't know why. When I look back, I, I, people have asked me that lots, but I always felt I could. Um, I wanted to be um, a leader and to have my agency. Um, the drift from interior design towards brand is easy because as an interior designer similar to an architect you are the fulcrum of lots of different trades to put together to create whatever you're doing and as a brand expert you are very similar you're you're pulling together a brand is the combination of lots of perceptions and um you and pulling those perceptions together to drive in the same direction a very similar sort of thing and and i worked for lots and lots of really big brands and 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 they they are just fascinating in the way that they they perform as an interior designer you are trained to uh try and influence the way that people um behave and Brands are about influencing behaviour, so it's a very similar thing. And uh, that drift—it's just—it's it's far more interesting. There's lots more to to think about, lots more to consider. And eventually, Amanda and myself—Amanda's a graphic, a brilliant graphic designer—and um, um, together we thought we could we can make a difference and um, and do things in a different way as you do when you start a business up. Yeah. So, so um, the, the brand's about influencing behaviour. So what is the relationship between brands and planning your perfect exit, exit 
And what's the, what's what's the pole star all about? <laughs> um, every brand is on a journey. Um, when you first start out as a brand, you're invisible. Nobody knows about you. Mm. And you go through these phases uh, through being interesting, intriguing, investable, uh, till you become ir irresistible and people want to buy from you. Um, the top line of that is indispensable. And um, to, to get yourself on that journey, to, to drive yourself on that, on that journey, um, there are lots of things that you need to do um and that journey needs a direction you need you need to think about lots of different things market competition all the stuff that business people listening to this will understand um the pole star we we, we are developing a, a leadership uh, online leadership course and uh, uh we're focusing it around um what we call pulsar leadership now for those in the know, Pole Star is the, the in the northern hemisphere is the, is the star directly above the, the North Pole, and for millennia now, um, sailors have used that to guide themselves to know. So they know where the Pole Star is, they can plot their route, and plotting that route is important. So we use the Pole Star as a sort of metaphor, um, and but for us, leadership and knowing your direction is both for the business and for you personally. Therefore, if you are running a business, um, you're plotting the route for your business, but actually you should be thinking about, and and actually the, um, the listeners in, in America, businesses in America actually do this almost de facto uh, in, in our experience. They When they start a business up, they know where the end might be. They know where the exit might be. Might, you know, I aim to be bought by or I aim to be big in the sector and I, c I can start merging with that sort of thing. In the UK, it isn't thought, it, the people don't think like that. But we think they should because if you're on a direction, if you're going in a direction with your business, if you don't know where your end is, you might be going in completely the wrong direction. Mm. And it always keeps you, like the pole star, it keeps you, it's a guide for where you want to go. And, and the other side of that coin is that your staff should also be encouraged to think about their own direction, their own part, and feel comfortable in themselves that they know what they're doing uh, and they know where they want to go and they're comfortable that you are developing in that in that sense. Um, and they will, they will, the empathy they'll feel towards the leaders in that sense will, will actually increase and in, encourage them to perform much better. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's as you were saying at the start of the show, you know, giving back. Um, and we think it's really important that the Polestar leadership is both for the person and for the business. Yes. Yes. So it's um, everybody having a kind of end in mind. Yeah. Yeah. They know what the, they, they, and you can never be absolutely sure about that. You know, you, when, if you, uh, we both have a very good friend of ours, a, a mutual friend of ours, you might well be listening to this program at the moment, um, who we know actually has his plan in 15 years. Mm. And uh, he has a very clear plan in 15 years. Now, but that that plan is absolutely in his mind, and he, everything he does in his business is geared towards that. Yeah. Now that's the way you should be thinking about it. And I think that particular person, as 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 his head well and truly screwed on, and uh, um, and and he is, and he's also doing the same thing with his 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 people. He's helping them develop in the way they should feel comfortable with. So 
and and consequently his business is flourishing absolutely flourishing so um yeah it might not be easy it might not be the thing you think about but having your exit having your end goal in mind all the time and it, this is easier for founders if you're a single founder if you're a board of directors it's just as important because you need to have a clue about where your business needs to be in the market the earlier you know that the more specific you can create the circumstances for your business which makes you either perfect for purchase or perfect to be taking over somebody or perfect for merger any of those things it, it any of those takes a while to organize and the quicker you can start to think about it the better mm. Mm. do you think um I, I, I was at an exhibition about vincent van gogh yesterday it was absolutely brilliant uh, and uh, he had a a quote, I can't remember it specifically, but it was it was along the lines of um, you have to experience it before you can paint it. Uh, <laughs> yes. And so I wonder with with it, when you have got clarity around pole, you, you, you pole star because because people won't have maybe experienced if you if in your vision is the perfect exit, maybe not experienced that before. But do you have to really once you've got some clarity around what that what that might be? Do you have to really sit with that and almost mentally? work your way such that becomes programmed like the fellow we were talking about that we you and i both know do you have to actively embed that in your brain such that you almost feel like you've been there and it's it's going to happen yeah you we uh like i know you do chris um when we talk to our clients we encourage them to literally have a picture of where they want to be mm. so what does it look like What's the house look like? What's your life look like? What's your family look like? Um, and the same with their business as it grows through. What does the bit literally have that vision in your mind? Um, that helps you be more real about um, what you're trying to achieve. Um, and and it makes it real. And some people have actually created these like mood boards where they yes. put the things on a, you know, and that's fantastic because it, you will change. It will change. Uh, we were talking um, strategy is really interesting because a very good um, friend of mine has a saying about strategy that it, uh, a soccer ball, a football, when you kick it, it bounces in a straight line. Um, it's, strategy is more like a rugby ball uh, or American football, actually. When it, when, when it hits the ground, you have no idea which way it's going to go. And strategy is like that. So you 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 need to be able to be agile. We need to be able to move with the times. Um, look at what's happening around us right now in the world, um, all over the world in terms of the way the economy is running, the way society is going. We need to be agile to move with that. But with all of that, if you've got your end in sight, you've got a, your vision there, you will whatever move you do, will have that vision in mind. If you have no vision, yeah. then it's much more difficult to keep so, on track. So that, so that vision remains solid yeah. uh, and re rarely, rarely changed for the strategy. You, you have to keep adapting, don't you, to move yourself forward and yeah. step along the next but step. As in our friend, you know, mm. 15 years hence, things will change and his vision might well change because of that. Mm. You know, uh, like, it may well come quicker for yeah. His business is brilliant. He may well make, make him quicker and he might just yeah, like yeah. you want to increase yeah, the scope. 
So right, we're going to go to commercial break now. After the commercial break, we'll look at uh, we'll look at a bit, you know, some more components of this and how do we get really, really clear about that pole star? You know, how do we develop strategy? How do we um, ensure that people in the organisation, you know, trust us that we're going to move forward towards this uh, compelling uh, vision? So we're back again with you in a couple of minutes. Do join us after the break. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program one-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into the Business Elevation Show with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk. That's chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Now back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper. I'm with Brian Wright, and we're talking about pole star leadership for a perfect exit. And um, we, we could talk here about really defining your pole star and getting into the vision process. But we had a recent show on vision planning and philanthropy, actually, which we did go into uh, that kind of process. So I don't want to do that necessarily today, but I wonder, Brian, if you could help us think about exit. Because I know you're a very strong believer that within your vision, you should also seriously consider the type of exit that you want uh, from your business. So explain what exit is and why it's important. What are the distinctions that we might want to think about when we're we're considering where we're, where we're heading? Okay. Um, well, the first thing to say is that exit doesn't mean to say you're leaving. Um, and the second most important thing to say is that exit is just a place in time, a um, um, a condition you go through. What's probably more important is what happens afterwards. What what is what do you want the outcome to be? Um, there are um, several types of exit. 
you can merge, you can acquire, you can have an IPO, you can sell, you can sell internally, an MBO. You can retire without selling and keep your shares. Um, but the only one that makes you leave, means you have to leave, is liquidation when you have to sell the business because of you, you've um, um, become insolvent or something like that. All the rest means you could stay. We, I, we, we both Chris and myself um, know um, someone who we're both dealing with at the moment um, who wants to move from a management position to a position where he's a thinker within the business, and he, he's the owner. He created this business. He wants to give over the management. Now that is an exit. He's coming away from one condition to another, and he needs to understand what that effect of that will be on the business because he's the driver, he's the he's the influencer. So um, the, the exit is about what you want to achieve afterwards. That's the key, is having that vision about what you want to achieve. Why are you wanting to get into that place in the first place as only those things I just listed? And what's the condition afterwards? And that's the most important thing. Mm. And the vision must include that. You can't just think, I'm going to make a load of money through a sale, which you can, obviously, but what are you going to do with it afterwards? What's that sort of – otherwise, it's an incomplete sort of vision. Yeah, and, and I think we were just talking in the break that if you haven't got that that clear, then actually you can kind of you've – got, you've got a very busy life. Your, 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 um, your feelings of self-worth can be linked to, linked to the status that you've acquired within your work, and mm. you can be kind of proud of that. And then maybe you go and sell something, and, and you've suddenly – You've got some money in the bank, but then you've got what, what do I do next? It's like retirement. It's like retirement. Yeah. And suddenly, you know, your um, your confidence can ever away. And uh... yeah, so so advice that we like to give or find specialists that you can give for this sort of thing when you get close to that that um, exit um, place is about actually lifestyle. Is about what you want to do with your life afterwards. Um, uh, you know. It's making sure that's being considered in the vision. Um, more importantly for us um, as a, as business advisors is making sure that, that that route is understood, the vision is clear, clarity is everything in strategy. Um, in fact, you haven't got if it's not clear, you haven't got a strategy. Um, so having that clarity, and clarity is absolutely crucial in a business because. Um, leaders have to be clear on their plan. Uh, they have to be show they've got a, a route to it and they can guide people. They have to show empathy that, you know, they need to be able to bring their people with them. And um, and they've got to have a um, an understanding of what that means to the staff within the business. If they can do all of that, they will get trust and they'll eventually get love for themselves from the staff. So you have to bring your staff with you, and they and to do that, they've got to feel comfortable in in that environment. Yeah. Yes. So one question that's come to mind is 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 and it links in with trust. Is if you're you you are the owner of a founder of a company, and you're thinking about your exit, how how open should you be with your staff so they've got a clear vision of that too because it could it could lead to if you think well in five years time i'm going to sell this business and i'm going to go and you know um live on a beach somewhere that could actually create quite a bit of anxiety couldn't it oh yeah absolutely I, I, you cannot 
give a simple answer to that question <laughs> uh, um, because that what you just described uh, you know it would exactly would, would happen um, and I, I think that uh, uh, and that does happen we're dealing with with a, a company right now where the owner wants to sell uh, and literally wants to sell because the, you know they want to retire however um, the way that, that when we've worked with them uh, we've made sure that if he does sell, the team below him, the team are, are just absolutely keen on making this thing work and yeah. keep going. And that's the that's the key. Um, you very rarely sell a business, or you, when you sell a business, you sell it in its entirety. You get the money, you get the money or, or the shares or whatever it is, and then business still exists. So you've got to get the team behind growing that business. Still, it's not it's on a trajectory that the owner or the founder might have left. Uh, but you are still running the business. So those guys have to be really enthused about the potential. So that is this sort of, that's that's why the pulse start thinking about the staff having this direction and this this drive is so important. The founder might be leaving, in your instance. Quite often, most of them, they don't. They don't want to. They just want to keep going. It's just a stage in their, in their um, direction. But it's still important that they have an understanding of what it is um, and and guide their direction. Yeah. So so if, I guess if you can bring as people in as much as you you can and help them see that in, it, it, it probably depend on whether it's a it's an outright sale or not. But that uh, you've got their interests at heart through the uh, whole process. Yeah. And, and there's well, the the interesting thing um, we will go a bit off subject here, but trust is absolutely crucial um you're uh getting the staff to trust your guidance and your vision is uh, i mean it doesn't uh, every business leader listening to this uh, this broadcast will, will not understand that um but if you look at trust in the 21st century um um, in America, there's an organization called the Edelman, Edelman Organization. They do the Edelman Trust Barometer every year. If you've never heard of it, go and look it up. Um, Edelman runs this wonderful con- company. He's been doing the Trust Barometer for 20 years, and he measures where trust is in society. Trust at the moment lies bang on with business leaders. It's it's come away from politicians, and none of you will be surprised with that. It's come away from the media. Again, you probably won't be surprised with that either. And it sits in the main with business leaders. We are looking to our business leaders to give back, to have an opinion, to um, uh, and to guide on 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 what's going on in the world. And that you know that's just adding on to the pressures we've already got about um, finance and uh, uh, marketing and all the rest of it. But it's true and. And a, and it depends on the, um, the the age range. We've got you know I think six uh, six age ranges working with us at the moment. Um, you know from people that were alive in the Second World War all the way up to Gen Zers. They've all got very different attitudes. But a Gen Zer will want you to have an attitude. Like you know, I, I my family's got Gen Zers. They want me and my wife to have an attitude to things and to um, uh, have an opinion. And and your Gen Zers in your business will be exactly the same. I'm sure lots of business leaders listening to this are nodding right now. Um, and if you don't, they'll go and work for somebody who does. So that trust thing is really important to 
to to engender to drive and the more open you are and the more um empathetic towards the way they are and, and this is not easy i'm not saying this is easy um the more they will want to give back mm. <clears throat> how important is it within within a vision today within within your pole star to actually have a a component of it which is very high integrity and is more than just about uh, about growth and lining your pockets. So, you know, how important is it to your staff and your people that actually you are, through your business, you are leaving the world in better shape than it was before? Well, my my job title, um, my full job title is uh, Director of Strategy and Legacy. And that's a head and a heart thing. Um, strategy is a very head um, um, subject, um, getting clarity around your plans. The legacy is a very hard thing because that's what you leave behind. And uh, any business leader should be thinking about their legacy as much as their strategy. Mm. What you leave behind is is really crucial. Um, the effect you have on people, the um, the way you you perform, the way you talk to people um uh, your opinion you know what opinion you have to have an opinion <laughs> yeah, yeah these days and um it, it, to answer your question directly it's absolutely crucial you know you do you, you need to um i think you know we are being because of all the social disruption that's going on around us you know in the uk uh, funnily enough, well, I, I do talks on this in this country, but in the UK, I was listening to a radio show on the way up to Chris's house, and they were and somebody was talking about the amount of disruption that's happened um, um, in this country since 2007, when the biggest disruptor in social, um, the iPhone, was invented or was presented by Steve Jobs. In the UK, we've had um, since then disruption every single year. So we've had a whole series of things, and it's, it's the same in, in, in most countries throughout the world. And that disruption has caused um, a an imbalance. It's caused us, you know, we're all a bit uncomfortable. There've been bad, some good years, but mostly there's been disruption every single year. If you go, uh, I, you know, I, I could, I, I'm not going to list them, but every single year there's been something mm, that's going yeah. on. Um, we need to make sense of that. We need to we need to have an opinion of what we think should happen, um, and uh, that sort of honesty and that sort of opinion, I think, engenders trust and admiration in your staff. If you haven't got an opinion, if you're not um, you're not clear about what you think, then there's you know there's there's, there's a bit of mystery there, and I think you, you, we should. Um, we've got more problems in the world than than political and social, you know, climate, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And we all we that's what we should be working towards. Yeah, and we've also got there's a with technology today. If there is a if there is an issue and the communication of it is uh, identified because it's newsworthy and it gets out fast, which is why so I it, said the the iPhone is the mm. biggest issue. You know. <laughs> Um, there, there are, there are, you know, there are, uh, you know, the the and, and technology actually in itself is a, an issue. It's because uh, we're in the middle of something called the fourth industrial revolution, and right at this minute, and, and it's completely different to the other three, which were governed by 
first steam, second electricity, and third computing. The one we're in now is multiple technologies all working together. And the disruption that's causing to different um, sectors is profound, absolutely profound. And it will affect every sector. If it's not affected yours yet, it will soon. Uh, and you've got to be ready for that. you know. Yeah. And actually, if you're ready for it, you can ride the wave. If you, if you ignore it, um, then it, it, the wave will drown you. So, you know, which yeah. one are you going to choose? So you've got to have an opinion. You've got to have knowledge. The reason we, we do so much in futures is we help our clients think about those things. Yeah, yeah. It's so got two minutes to commercial break, but how do you, with all this noise that's going on, and we've talked, you and I've talked before about... Uh, in, in trying to manage the manage the noise down, haven't we? To keep keep messages simple, etc. When a, when a business is so busy, so much going on, how do we keep focused on the pole star and keep keep moving forward when there is just there is just a lot yeah. happening? And the sands are continuously shifting. Yeah, um, we get that asked all the time. Um, the, the key is to keep it simple. Um, I, I have a, a bit of a hero of mine. It's a guy called David Hyatt in the uh, in the UK. He's a um, businessman, entrepreneur, um, brilliant mind. Uh, he, can, he uses a phrase called um, do one thing well. In other words, chunk up what your offer is so that the offer is really simple. Uh, and only talk about the one thing. So what is the outcome? All the businessmen listen to this program. What's the outcome, the key outcome that you you create with your client? And can you encapsulate that in a single word or a single sentence, three to four or five words? Um, if you can, that simplicity will make it, they used to call it an elevator pitch, but the, and that simplicity will resonate with people because there's so much noise. So keep it simple, as simple as you can. Chunk up your offer and then build your your messaging around that very simple um, offer. Um, too many people talk too much. They have too much to say. It's too noisy, adds to the noise. The simpler the message, the clearer it is to the customer and to your staff. And it's easier for them to talk about. Excellent. Well, we'll, we'll leave it at um, that point for now. And after the break, we will we'll come back and talk talk a little bit more about uh, the need for uh, things like consistency and and uh, a bit more about keeping things simple uh, and any thoughts that uh, Brian has on managing that perfect exit. So do join us in just a couple of minutes um, after the break. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high-potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high-return group mentoring and mastermind program called The Achiever Program, one-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. 
The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into the Business Elevation Show with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk. That's chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Now back to Chris Cooper. Hello, this is Chris Cooper. I'm with Brian Wright, and we've been talking about uh, about the pole star leadership um, and, and you know moving towards a perfect exit and having that clarity of where your pole star is. Uh, and you know, obviously, you need to think, develop, you know, still develop strategy and keep reviewing that. And you need to build trust with your staff and be open with your 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 staff. And we started to talk about keeping it really simple before the break, and I think about you know decluttering. Because there is a lot of noise, there is so much information out there that is we're being exposed to all the time. You know, to look at how many advertising hoardings that you are exposed to on your way into into work. Um, never mind putting your phone on the the phones we were talking about earlier and all the ads that you're exposed to on there, and it is just uh, becoming a very very noisy world. So. What else is important here, Brian, when it comes to the Polestar, the planning and strategy, the trust, and moving through to exit? What what else? I think um, that I, I can't emphasize more the keep it simple message. Uh, the um, And that is in everything. There, there are... There are some key aspects of, of making your business uh, move really well and, and 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 be efficient. One, you've got to make sure your business platform is actually in tune with all the components. Uh, at our business, we we break a business down into um, eighteen different P's. Um, you know, people, the product, the place, all that sort of thing. Each one of those has to work in harmony, and 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 actually, we spend a lot of time with our clients making sure that that's the case. Because if we don't, anything creative, anything in the design, brand and design area, or the marketing area, if that if that that, that business isn't working well, will not work. Uh, so the first thing you've got to do is make sure your business is in harmony with making sure it's really efficient. Um, 
then it's all about simplicity. It's all about making sure that your message, uh, marketing is about growth. When you, you know, anything created before that to make it look good, to make it sound good, to make your message consistent, but the marketing creates the growth. And so that message has to be really clear to your customer, really clear to your, your staff so they know what to say. Um, and actually, the simpler you can get that message, the better. So yeah. chunk it up. Um, and, and actually, that's the most important thing, I think, in all of the work. One of my uh, friends, uh, Derry Llewellyn Davis, wrote a book, Strategy on a Page. Uh, should we have this so clear that it can all be on one page? So simple. The simple answer is yes. Uh, but actually, um, I was only talking to a client this morning whose strategy document was many, many pages. But what he's going to present to the board is a single page. Yeah. So he he has thought very deeply about all aspects of it. But when you present it, when you talk about it, when you give it to someone, if you can get it onto a single page, then you really have you either you um, uh, um, uh, the clarity will be in that single page, and that's mm. the important. To get it onto a page, you've got to make you've got to really have distilled it. Um, yeah, so we we have a very similar attitude to doing things like that. When we present things, we like to have a single page. Yeah. So when it comes to to managing that perfect exit unless maybe we just talk about sale for now so say we're going to sell the business and it's got people in it it's, it's uh, maybe going to be sold as a going going concern there's quite a few things that you need to be thinking about for a few years beforehand to get the diligence mm. all done isn't there with, with three the business years. sale uh, the average is about three years for a sale mm. um well, you've got to identify who's going to buy you for a start um sometimes you'll be approached and you can start the process off. It's better to have identified those who you think might buy you because then you can actually form yourself into the perfect um, um, uh, business to be bought. You know what the conditions are. The perfect exit, um, you know, it, it takes a while to develop, but it's usually about three years. That's the main, you, you can't just sell. Um, and there are lots and lots of the, the due diligence is absolutely crucial. And and the due diligence, there are certain things you have to get in place. And so you need to know uh, what has to be in in that document vault uh, that your potential purchasers are want to go and have a look at. Yeah. And those documents have to be perfect because if they're not perfect, they're going to walk away. Now. That's the reason why having this in mind is so important because you can you can create those documents at any time and you keep them fresh, you keep refreshing them and, and they're ready for when the opportunity – if you don't do this, you're going to miss an opportunity, I can guarantee. Yeah. And that's the important thing is being agile. Everybody talks about being agile in business. Exactly the same. Keep agile. Keep this alive. Keep it running um, and know what you want. You know, you talk about being sold. Um, uh, you know, you can identify those perfect people. So we know from uh, the client I was talking about earlier, we know some of the businesses who are likely to want to buy them. And therefore, we can we can work the business into a place where it's absolutely ideal to be purchased. Yes, yes. But that, that does also require, as you say, lots of planning and preparation. Um, and I just... I just um, had a, a property that I used to live in that I've I've sold uh, recently, 
and when I came to do it, there were seven pages of document, a docu- seven documents, each very thick that I had to complete and fill out. And I think 32 questions came back and it was six months of a, a bit of a nightmare, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. All sorts of things that I wasn't expecting happened and people who needed to... That's the rubble. People people. Going yeah, it, it, was, it was horrible, to be honest. <laughs> I never thought about it as going to be quite like that. And... Uh, but with the sale of a business, with all of its faculties and the people in it, it's it, it's a can be a complex system, can't it? And absolutely, it, it needs the diligence to do it properly and get planning early. And and if you've got that vision in mind, you know what you want. It's a lot easier to do. And um, you know, if I was going to leave, you know, with a, a final message. Um, the more you are planning forward about for this sort of thing, the more you're prepared for it and the least stress you're going to be about what's going to happen. Yeah. And actually that goes to anything you're doing in business. The more you prepare, you know, uh, failure to prepare is to prepare to fail the old saying. Mm. And, and, and that's exactly right when it comes to this. And, And actually there is no reason why no business leader um, can have this uh, 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 can have this vision of where they want to be, mm. um, and and actually it makes life more exciting because yeah. you're actually going towards this wonderful end result or whatever it is. Actually, it might not be an end; it's a new beginning, and and that's that's even more exciting. And the amount of people we've come up against who are really tired, you know, they're, they've come to that stage in their business lives where they're tired. And, and that's a really sad thing to come up because if you're if you're tired as a leader, then your business is tired, mm. and that's never going to sell. So, yeah. you, you know, it's the, keeping that energy, keeping that sort of drive, that actually invigorates your staff. And, and I know it's difficult. I know it, there, <laughs> there are times when uh, I, 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 the people back at Yo 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 are listening to this. are going, yeah, 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll remind you that when I get back. But. Um, yeah, but it, it, actually having that drive um, because you've got the vision, I think, is absolutely crucial. Yeah, or, or I guess also shaking it up by when you you, you realise actually I need some other people who can maintain that energy. Uh, yeah. it's, it's an okay strategy to bring other people in. Isn't yes, it? it's exactly right. Because uh, if you haven't got the drive, you haven't got the and actually in the know all or the or the ability, then get the people in who have. You know, have the, have the people around you. I, you know, I haven't got the energy I used to have as a twenty-five-year-old, and uh, um, and I need people around. I need younger people with with us to 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 keep me on my toes. To yes. be honest, and that's that's the way you should think. I think. Yeah. So tell us, um, who's who's your yellow yo-yo? Is your ideal client? Some uh, a business that is. Um, either doing really, really well, or is not doing really, is is performing poorly. The people in the middle, you know, we can help. Obviously, we can help those. But the two on either side um, are ideal for us to either sort of um, turbo boost the the people doing really, really well to um, to make sure their clarity is because usually they're doing they're doing really well, um, but they're being driven in a direction, and sometimes. That's not the direction they should be going, and they need another pair of eyes. Sometimes they've plateaued, mm. um, and they need another pair of eyes to think about how they might uh, they might drive forward. Um, so it, it's 
you know, you someone with a founder, someone who uh, or a board of directors who are really ambitious, um, they have a need to create this growth spurt. Um, our do one thing well. If I said the thing, the one thing we do well is create sustainable revenue. That's something we do really well um, because of the the way we go about things, um, and and that can help anyone. Um, so it, somebody who's sort of plateaued, uh, they need that drive, and then we can come in and give you that drive, and we can uh, get you on the right direction uh, and help you plot that sort of that future. Excellent, excellent. Well, uh, what a question I've um, I might be putting you on the spot here, but a, a question that has been interesting to ask people over the last few weeks uh, is: Do you have a, a, a book that has maybe impacted you or shaped your thinking that uh, you would advise people to read? <laughs> I've got three books on my I would three <laughs> three books on the side of my bed. Um, uh if we're talking um business book um i think uh, i i i had too many to say that that, that would be the the one to read um uh and that my reading is either going to be relaxing and not reading about business and just you know get in my mind think about something else um i i the one i'm reading at the moment is actually firing my imagination up is uh, a book about the, the where we are in where, where the human being is in various types of uh, written by a guy called AC Grayling as a polymath hmm. and it, it inspires me because it's talking about that he's talking about AI he's talking about uh, neuroscience and and he's talking about um um a biology I think biology biology something yeah. and it's so far away and, and physics sorry in physics hmm. and the, and, and I learn about I learn different things um, in different areas which are really interesting yeah. in, which I bring into business. Yeah. So the, the book that AC Grayling's written, um, and I'm struggling to remember the title, uh, but it's his latest book. Yep. Um, I can find that. Yeah, he's it, he's it's fantastic because it is he's talking about the edge of our understanding. Yes. Um, and uh, it, it just inspires me to sort of think, you know, uh, how amazing people are. Fantastic. So you've got 30, you've got 30 seconds, a final message to actually leave us with. Uh, the, it's, the one I, it's the one I said earlier, is keep your, keep, keep your energy up. Keep, get people around you and get your energy up. And the more you can plan forward, the more you're prepared for that exit. Fantastic. Brilliant. Brian, it's been absolutely brilliant talking to you today. It's a great, uh, great conversation. Uh, follow your, identify and follow your poster and um, get, keep moving forward to the exit that you want to want to achieve. Um, lots of ideas, thoughts, wisdom there. For more information about Yellow Yo-Yo, go to yellowyoyo.co.uk. Got any questions, comments you want to share with me? Chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Got any ideas about, about great guests um, or subjects that you would like to hear on the show, then do reach out. And on next week's show, I have Stuart Pickles. Uh, Stuart has been a client of mine for many, many years, but Stuart is, has become a real agent for change. And we're going to talk about how can I be an agent for change next week through our, through our work uh, how can we impact you know a world 
um, positively make a bigger contribution and be part of the problem and the, so part of the solution and not the problem. Uh, Stuart has really done that within his uh, his career and he's moved to work that is much more uh, meaningful in its emphasis and is having a, an impact with uh, many, many people. He connects with clients, um, associations, he chairs, etc., to help um, create a more regenerative, more equal and uh, more diverse world. So do join us next week with myself and Stuart Pickles. Uh, once again, thanks to Brian Wright at Yellow Yo-Yo. Uh, hello to Amanda, who I hope is listening uh, as well from Yellow Yo-Yo. <laughs> for a little mention it there at the end. And everybody, uh, take care and uh, keep moving forward. Get clear about what you want and move towards it um, with, uh, with stealth, with energy, with enthusiasm and go out there and make a difference. Thank you for listening to the Chris Cooper Business Elevation Show. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more.